Hey now, what up though? It's Jay Scott Smith here, the host of the People's Podcast, JSC Radio. And you might be wondering why I call it the People's Podcast. Well, I've got a brand new reason for me to call it the People's Podcast because I'm putting the future of this show into your hands. This show is now on Patreon. And what Patreon is, it's going to help you, the JSC Radio listener, the JSC Radio follower and fan, contribute to the show in whatever way you see fit. That's right, looking for people to help keep this show moving. Whether you want to donate $1 an episode, hell, $1 a month for $5 per episode, I'll shout you out on this show, and you'll even be able to vote on exclusive polls and exclusive half episodes. That's right, JSC exclusives. You'll get to hear those half episodes before anyone else. For $10 or more per episode, now it gets fun because you get to be a sponsor on this show. You got a business, you want me to talk about it, I want you to sponsor my show. For $10, hit me up, send me the script, I'm putting you over. Plus you get all the other cool stuff that comes with it. For $25 an episode, same thing applies, except this time you will become an official segment sponsor. Do you want a segment of this show sponsored by your business? Of course you do. That's why you want to hit me up on Patreon. For more information on how to become a sponsor of JSC Radio, go to patreon.com slash JSC Radio. Patreon.com slash JSC Radio, and you can truly help this become the People's Podcast. This is JSC Radio. So it looks like I got to do this again. Looks like I got to get on this microphone and do another podcast after another mass shooting. Except this one was actually more heinous and more disturbing than the previous one. Orlando, Newtown, Aurora, San Bernardino, every one of these shootings, the murder used automatic or semi-automatic rifles, which are not weapons you use for self-defense. They're weapons designed to kill large numbers of people in the shortest possible amount of time. And this guy, reportedly had 10 of them in his room, apparently legally, at least some of them were there legally. Why is that allowed? I don't know why our so-called leaders continue to allow this to happen. Or maybe a better question, why do we continue to let them to allow it to happen? Universal background checks, or come up with a better answer. Enforce Obama's executive order that denied mentally ill gun purchases, or a better answer. Reinstate the assault weapons ban, or come up with a better answer. Anything but nothing. Doing nothing is cowardice. Our American history is death by gun. That must end. 274 days this year and 272 shootings of four or more people at a time. No outlet of radical Islamic terrorism could hope for such a carnage, could dare to seek so many murders of so many Americans. But we don't need to do anything about it, do we? We have thoughts and prayers, and we can pretend some of the carnage is terrorism and some of it is not. And we have a president's warmest condolences and sympathies. Check it out. This is JSC Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, once again, I am J. Scott Smith. And this is the 52nd episode of the People's Podcast. This is JSC Radio, and I am good and well pissed off. 
to those of you listening on iTunes or on SoundCloud or on Stitcher or on Audioboom or on Google Play or on jscottsmith.com, you've heard this before from me. Episode 11 was June 16th, 2016. It was the Monday following the Pulse shooting in Orlando. And at that point in time, I was both angry and in shock. Now as we sit here, a year and a year about three and a half months later, I'm back in the same chair talking about this same shit again. Again! You heard it in the intro. I don't know what else I can say, to be honest with you. It's just, it's maddening. And I've been going back and forth on this on exactly how I wanted to address this. But in all honesty, it's hard to describe what it's like waking up to go to work stupid early in the morning on a Monday, by the way. But to get up as early as I do and to see in real time the alerts from every news organization hitting my phone telling me about an unthinkable tragedy. That some crazy jackaloon went into the Mandalay Bay Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, got himself a room overlooking a spacious area where this large country music concert is happening, where this guy named Jason Aldean is performing at this particular point. He's stockpiling guns in this hotel room for days. And then when he sees an opportunity... He breaks out a couple of windows and starts pointing his gun out from the 32nd floor and just raining hell upon these people out of nowhere. 600 people. Nearly 600 people shot. 600. That is, it's unfathomable to think about that. There are 20 some odd thousand people there and this guy is just unloading. And it's the worst possible scenario is like, He's 32 stories up. You have no idea where this is coming from. And it's just raining on everybody. But here we are. It's just another example. It's another instance of life here in the United States where it's easier to get a gun than it is to buy a car. It's easier to get a gun than it is to get a credit card. It's easier to get a gun than it is to get an apartment. It's easier to get a gun than it is to get a license plate. It's easier to get a gun than... Well, just name it, because there are so many things in the United States that getting a gun is easier than. This time, it was a country concert in Las Vegas. The last time, it was a nightclub in Orlando. The time before that, it was an elementary school in Connecticut. The time before that, it was an ACC school in Virginia where a crazy bastard storms a room and just starts pumping off shots into students. The time before that, it was a community college in Oregon. You literally are to the point where you can name a situation and likely there has been a mass shooting. And it only gets worse. It doesn't get better. And now we've started the endless cycle of consternation, then followed by outrage, then followed by a bunch of elected officials, a majority of which, again, from one particular party, deciding that it's better not to do anything to fix the gun problem because 
gun laws aren't proven to stop mass shootings. They can just get guns illegally. So why, why do we need gun control? I pointed out how stupid that logic was a year ago. And it's even stupider now. And that's not even factoring in people like Bill O'Reilly and others who are saying that this is the price of freedom. That's one of the best things about freedom. It's one of the worst things about living in the United States is fear that I'm going to get shot by some crazy bastard with a grudge. I'm going to get killed by some guy with a political agenda. I'm going to get killed because some dude had a short circuit and decides he just wants to ice 58 people. Wound over 500. It's 600 people in one night. And I got elected officials saying, what can gun laws do to stop something like this? I don't know. You might be able to keep track of the damn guns. When I moved to the East Coast, when I moved to Philadelphia, I had to get rid of my state of Michigan license plate. I had to turn in my title for my car to the state of Pennsylvania so I could get a Pennsylvania license plate, I could get Pennsylvania registration, and I got to get inspected so I can drive my damn car in the state of Pennsylvania or elsewhere because if I'm driving around in an unregistered car, my black ass goes to jail. This is the type of point that I'm making. This idea that what does regulation solve? I mean, gun laws won't prevent... How do you know gun laws aren't proven to prevent mass shootings? Well, it's kind of hard to tell because you won't enact any of them. Oh, but what about Chicago? Okay, first things first. Shut the fuck up about Chicago. Nothing is more offensive to me when this debate comes up than some moron, some jagaloon, some a-hole suddenly wanting to invoke Chicago because that's the go-to move in the post for a lot of Republicans and a lot of gun nuts because there are gun nuts who are Democrats too. That's the go-to move in the post. Oh, but just look at Chicago. They've got strict gun laws and there's all sorts of shootings. You want to know how those guns get in there? They're funneled into Illinois illegally from one of three places. Michigan, Indiana, or Wisconsin, which, by the way, without much coincidence, those states, yes, even Michigan, all ended up voting for you-know-who. The reason that all these guns are funneling into Chicago, you know, this place that all these conservatives seem to care so much about whenever you bring up gun control or whenever they, whenever a black person is murdered or whenever there are protests of police brutality, they bring up Chicago even though they don't give a damn about Chicago, they bring up Chicago. The funny thing is, those guns are getting into Chicago illegally. Why? Because they can't get the damn things in Illinois. They can't get them in Chicago. So they got to go elsewhere to get a hold of illegal heat to then bring it back into these neighborhoods where they wreak all this damn havoc. That's how it works. Oh, but all they're going to do is get the guns illegally, so why even bother to come up with gun laws? Because... Using that logic, why do we even bother, you know, pulling people over for drunk driving? They're just going to get behind the wheel of a car drunk anyway, so why do we even bother? We don't need drunk driving laws. Who needs DUI and DWI? That's not going to stop them, so let's not even try. You know how stupid that sounds? Oh, well, we can't stop the illegal guns from coming in, so why come up with, with, with gun laws? Interesting, because... 
Strangely enough, drugs have been pouring into this country illegally for 50 years. That sure as hell didn't stop you from enacting the war on drugs. But then again, we know who ended up going to jail quite often thanks to that war on drugs. So you see what I'm getting at here. Guns are like this weird thing in this country. We regulate everything. You have to be licensed to be a doctor. You have to be licensed to drive a car. You have to be licensed or to be an attorney in this country. You need a license to get a motorcycle. You need to have a license and insurance to drive a car. And your car needs to be registered. And in many states, you have to have your car inspected. It's what the what are we what are we talking about here? This is a government that will rush in and regulate anything. Anything. One jackass tried to get on a plane with bombs in his shoes. Actually, he did. One jackass made it on a plane with bombs in his shoes, and now I have to take off my damn sandals when I go through the airport. Oh, but that guy was also Muslim. But you know what? I can't even say that. The guy who shot up the Pulse nightclub was an American citizen, a Muslim no less. He killed 49 people in one night. And that still didn't get things to change. Dylan Roof went into a church and murdered nine people strictly on the basis that they're black. That's right, can't go to church either. Murdered nine people on the basis that they're black. Still couldn't get it changed. Well, fine. You got to think about the Pulse shooting involved a Muslim, which in this country, unfortunately, is seen as undesirable, no matter how much people don't want to acknowledge that. A Muslim killing a bunch of largely LGBT people. Are, are, we, are, are we getting real? Yeah, we're getting real. Dylan Roof goes into a South Carolina church and murders nine black people. There are people in this country who see that as, quote, the price of freedom to mask their own biases. The problem arises when a dude strolls into an elementary school at Sandy Hook and murders 20 first graders in broad daylight. And nothing is done. When a dude goes onto the campus of Virginia Tech and murders dozens of students and nothing gets done. When two crazy bastards walk into Columbine High School and kill a bunch of kids and nothing is done. Up until Monday night, Congress was actually thinking about putting on the ledger a law that would make silencers easier to get a hold of. But discretion was the better part of valor, and they stopped that. This thing, this, this bump stock that, that this guy, I'm not even going to give you his name because you've heard it enough, but this guy, the, the Vegas shooter, used turns semi-automatic weapons into full-on automatic weapons. It turns an AK-47 into a full-on machine gun, into a Tommy gun like you would see in those 1930s gangster movies. Why on earth... Do we need that in this country? You're not hunting anybody but humans with those kind of guns. This ain't about freedom, America. This ain't about hunting. This ain't about sport, unless you're talking about killing humans for sport. This is about safety. It's about common sense. Common sense. But it's like they don't want to hear that. 
I said it in episode 11, this is a country that gives more of a damn about the Second Amendment than it does the First, especially now. I already talked about in the last few episodes how the First Amendment is under assault. The Second Amendment is basically treated as if it's sacrosanct. You can't touch it. Can't even think about gun control. The NRA is so deep in the pockets of these legislators, or as Jimmy Kimmel put it, they've got their balls in a money clip. It's, what can we do? Like, literally, who has to die? Who has to die? How many more? How many more of these things has to happen before we finally get someone to grow a set and stop what we're doing here? Who? Who's got who's, who's to go? Because it's getting very frustrating. For God's sake, a Republican congressman was basically gunned down while playing baseball back in the summer and he comes back after months in the hospital he nearly died twice being shot by a crazed man with multiple weapons in broad broad daylight and what do we get from steve scalise him getting on national tv and saying that shooting made him even more entrenched in his belief that there should not be gun control People often say that a lot of these cats vote against their own interest. This man was literally shot. Country singers, who you know how big pro-gun they are. Even some of them finally said, yo, it was different all those other times. I was anti-gun control and I was anti-gun laws. But yeah, all of a sudden, gets pretty real when them bullets are flying at you and you ain't got nowhere to go. And you're on stage, and it's not like that dumb shit they always say. Well, if, if the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is with a good guy with a gun. Not if that bad guy is basically looming at the top of a hotel 32 stories up, and you don't know where the hell he is. Ain't nobody on the ground gonna shoot that man down. And to all you people saying, oh, if, if they're gonna ban guns, and you've gotta ban fists, and you've gotta ban feet, well, help me out here. If your name's not Bruce Lee or Chuck Norris or Goku, I need you to show me an individual who's going to run into a crowd of 20,000 people and kill 58 of them with his bare hands and send another 500 to the hospital with his bare hands. Oh, well, if that's the case, if you're going to have to ban, if, if he did this with a truck, you people will be talking about truck control. Well, smartass, since you want to bring that point up, yeah, you would actually make some sense saying that, you know, if it weren't harder to get a truck than it is to get a gun. You know how hard it is to get a truck? Especially if it's a big one, like one of those big commercial commercial Johns. You know how difficult that is? God forbid you got to rent a truck. Like Timothy McVeigh had to go through and rent a truck. You have to pay the money. You have to rent the damn thing. You got to fill out all these forms. You got to let them know where it came from. They're essentially tracking the damn thing because there's also, you know, license plates, registration, you have a driver's license. It's actually tougher to get a truck, to buy a truck, to finance one. Maybe if it's a bigger, like, commercial-sized truck, you might have to get commercially licensed for that damn thing. No matter how you slice it, guns are the common denominator. They are the problem. Until you can show me somebody who can run into a crowd and kill 58 people and injure more than 500 more with a knife or a wrench or a hammer. I don't want to hear any of this bullshit 
about guns aren't the problem. They are the only problem. They are the biggest problem. They are the most dangerous problem. Why the hell does anybody need 42 guns? I don't need 42 baseball caps. I don't need 42 t-shirts. I don't need 42 pairs of shoes. I don't need 42 boxes of coffee. Okay, maybe I do because I like coffee. I don't need... Uh, I don't I don't need 42 cans of Old Bay seasoning. So why on earth do I need 42 weapons of all different kinds of caliber? I don't need 42 pistols. I don't need 42 rifles. I don't need 42 bazookas or tanks or bombs or grenades. And I know what some of you are thinking. Oh, but what about protection? You don't understand. Guns are fun. They're not really. They don't appeal to me. And I grew up in a house with guns everywhere. My father was a cop. He was a marksman with the Detroit police. Meaning if it came down to it, he could pick you off from a city block away and you wouldn't be able to stop it. Kind of like what happened in Las Vegas. But the difference is my dad never liked drawing his weapon. He never liked going for his gun. He hated it. He never wants to pull that gun out. He still keeps it on him for protection. But he doesn't walk around strapping an AR-15 to his back like some insecure wannabe soldier walking up the damn street. Part of the reason being my dad's black. And if a black man's walking around with that kind of gun strapped to himself, he ain't living long. That's another conversation for another time. What happened on Monday is going to happen again and it's going to be worse. Because the ante has been upped now. Five times this decade, the mark for the biggest modern mass shooting yes nerds yes hoteps yes fake historians i know about all the different massacres that occurred amongst the black community and all the massacres that occurred of native americans back in the 1800s and the early 1900s but i'm going to say this monday was the biggest mass shooting in modern u.s history the united states started keeping track of these things in 1949 so i'm going to mark it as since 1949 so stay the hell out of my mentions and stay the hell out of my inbox with your bullshit i know history better than you trust me on this Some of the things that you talk about that you bring up, things like Tulsa, that was a race riot. That was not a mass shooting. That was multiple people killing a bunch of black people in Tulsa and burning down buildings. That's called a riot. The things that happened to Native Americans back in the 1800s and the early 1900s, those are parts of wars. Those were battles. Those were insurgencies. I'm talking about one man, multiple guns, killing a bunch of people. That's where I'm going. And this is going to happen again. In the last decade alone, the mark for the worst mass shooting in this country's history has changed four times. Four times. More people died on Monday morning slash Sunday night in Las Vegas than the number of people on Flight 93 on 9-11. 40 people died on that flight, not counting the hijackers. 40 people died on that flight on 9-11, okay? So the ante is being upped, and it's going to get worse unless we start holding these elected officials, the ones who are actually control of the things around here, to some sort of account. 
again, it's going to be tough considering who's in the White House. It is. It was, it was hard enough to pull it off when the other party had the numbers and had the president. It was tough to pull it off. It's really hard to pull it off now, especially since the NRA, again, basically has a mortgage out on a certain political party. It's kind of hard to do that. But at a certain point, we have to make enough noise. This guy was scoping out multiple places to commit this sort of heinous crime. He booby traps basically an entire hotel room in Vegas, but he was also looking at going to Lollapalooza in Chicago. And he was also staking out the area around Fenway Park in Boston. We live in a country where right now, this sort of a massacre, this sort of a tragedy is not an anomaly, it's norm. On average, we're having at least one major mass shooting a year. And you have to understand that mass shootings are considered anything of four or more people. So we're basically having one of them a day. Somewhere in this country right now, we're having one of them. Think about that. Somewhere in this country right now, four people or more are getting gunned down. And it often happens in cities, like major cities where you don't really take much notice of that sort of thing. But this type of insanity, it's going to happen again unless we do something about it. We live in a country where the Speaker of the House in consecutive sentences says more things need to be done to help those who are mentally ill. In the very next sentence, he sees no issue with the mentally ill being given guns, being able to buy guns because I'm protecting their rights, quote unquote. We're protecting their rights. So you don't want mentally ill people to have guns, yet you are going to keep doing the same thing. And then they wonder why we get what we get. This is a country that saw Ikea get sued and pull dressers off the market. When toddlers started getting squished like thwomps dropping on them in Super Mario Brothers 3. Yet, I can't get guns off the street and out of the hands of crazy people like the gentleman on Monday. I don't even like to use the term gentleman to describe him because he's not one. He's an animal and he's dead. And so many more will be too. I guess I'm going to keep doing shows like this. I'm going to keep having moments like this. I'm going to keep having points where I have to tamp down my rage and I have to take time from talking about sports or talking about hip-hop or talking about or wrestling or talking about anything when real life keeps interjecting itself into this. And this is as real as it gets, people. This is the, the, There's no way around this. There's no stick to sports here. Still refuse to do that. But we have to do something, anything. I know it doesn't seem like it matters if you call your congressman, especially if he has an R next to his name. They'll do it anyway. Put the pressure on these people. Put the heat on these people. The Democrats, too. Because the Democrats could have passed a lot of this years ago and didn't because they wanted to compromise all the damn time. And they wanted to work together with these people who don't want to work with them. This is not right. It's not right. We shouldn't have to live in fear. We live in a country where a man basically turned sniper 
on thousands of people at a concert. And this country's answer to preventing that from happening is moving concert venues away from hotels. Not making it tougher for someone to stockpile three dozen guns into a hotel room. No. To make people safer, let's get those festivals away from the hotels. You know, like Made in America. Let's get it away from the hotel here in Philadelphia. Like the Detroit Jazz Festival. Or the African World Festival. Or Movement, the Techno Festival. Let's get that out of Heart Plaza and away from the Marriott, which is a.k.a. the Renaissance Center. Let's get Lollapalooza away from any of the multitude of hotels in downtown Chicago. The hell's going on here? I know this country has been turned upside down, inside out, and backwards. And this has been a terrible, terrible last, who are we kidding, nine months here in this country. Between the neglect, the abject failure in Puerto Rico, to the massacre in Las Vegas, to everything that's just gone on. There's so much has happened that you lose count after a while. What are we doing? Come on. My name is Jay Scott Smith. Telling you to take care of yourself. God bless. Always dare to be different. And please just be careful. Be safe. Because unfortunately, we live in a country where we're forced to have to look over our damn shoulders all the time. Worrying about what the hell's going on because the laws in our country are more beholden to lobby groups like the NRA than its own people. You take this version of the Second Amendment, which was created for men who owned muskets and people. They act like the damn Second Amendment is untouchable. It's infallible. You can't even think about addressing it. But yet, the First Amendment, our actual top priority, is under siege. It makes no sense. None of this does. Nothing but respect and love goes out to all those people in Vegas because they were from all over the country and hell, they were international too. They didn't deserve to die like that. Like sitting ducks at a concert because some crazy bastard was able to get a hold of two to three or almost four dozen guns and just start picking people off for fun or whatever the case may be. Be back next week. See what I can do about having some more fun on this show. Because lately, we haven't been able to have a whole hell of a lot of that. I'll see y'all next week. Y'all take care. We have a major problem with gun violence in this country, and I guess they don't care. And if I'm wrong on that, fine, do something about it, because I'm sick of it. And, um, you know, I want this to be a comedy show. I hate talking about stuff like this. I just want to, you know, laugh about things every night. But... That, it seems to be coming uh, increasingly difficult lately. It, it feels like someone has opened a, a window into hell. And what I'm talking about tonight, it isn't about gun control. It's about common sense. Common sense says no good will ever come from allowing a person to have weapons that can take down 527 Americans at a concert. Common sense says you don't let those who suffer from mental illness by guns. You know, in June of last year, the NRA fought to make sure people on the no-fly list can buy guns. They aren't allowed to get on a plane. They're allowed to own a very dangerous gun. Who thinks that makes sense? Thanks for coming out. God bless you. Good night. Check it out. This is JSC Radio. 
heard on the news about that five-year-old who found his uncle's gun. The kid didn't know it was loaded. I heard on the news about that 14-year-old girl who was bullied online for like a year. She couldn't take it anymore, so she got her dad's gun from his nightstand. I heard on the news about that guy who broke into someone's house, stole a gun from the hall closet. He accidentally shot his cousin in the head. She killed herself. And later, killed the owner of the store he was trying to rob. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council.